Hello to our listeners. Welcome back to the Community Podcast. This is episode three with the Samantha Brown. We're going to be talking about all things community and how she's creating a safe space and a great space all around her in the community. Welcome to the podcast, Sam. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I am great. It's a pleasure to have you. Like always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on the podcast. Just give us a quick intro about yourself and what the listeners should know about you. Okay. Um, I'm Sam Brown. Um, I'm in my third year of the Legal Studies program. Um, I have a minor in Criminology and Justice and a specialization in Alternative Dispute Resolution. It's very long. Um, mm-hmm. My pronouns are she, her. Um, I work for the student equity office slash student life. Um, I work mostly with the peer leader program as an engagement assistant. Um, I also work for the registrar's office as a tour guide. Um, and then I'm the FSSH representative for the OTSU, um, peer leader ambassador, all those sorts of vibes. So if you have any questions about anything student life, I am probably the person you're supposed to be talking to. <laughs> that's, that's Sam for you. Sam, Sam is everything and like anything you need her to be, which is it's just greatness. Like how, how, how do you do yourself? How do you just, I don't know. How do you do Sam? Like, uh, this is, this is, this is everything. Everyone's I'll, dream, I... university life. <laughs> Is it though? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people prefer mm-hmm. to be involved, but not be in charge of being involved. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, if they're in a club, they like to be the general members. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. That makes sense. People like just the back seat, but still a part of something. Yeah, because university is already overwhelming as it is. So That's true. That's true. But yeah, thanks for coming. We appreciate you for being on our podcast. We're going to be asking you some quick random questions in the beginning. Just answer what's at the top of your head and then some deeper questions about the work that you do in your community and what community really means to you. And yeah, we didn't prep her before, so this is off, off the top of our head, but I'm sure you come <laughs> up with great responses. So just one quick thing to begin. So if you could if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Ooh, I like that question. Um, I think integrity. Mm-hmm. I like that probably integrity um just because i think it encompasses like a lot of the good things people want to be remembered by like oh they want to have an impact on the community or they want to be remembered as respectful or kind i feel like integrity covers a lot of that because Mm. i'd be respectful and kind and also helpful in the community but i'd also do that even when people aren't paying attention um so yeah definitely integrity what about you that's such a good question this is your podcast, Sam. This is, I'm no, not the show. I'm not the know. star. <laughs> you know. That's a good question. Oh, I've not thought about it myself, but I think <laughs> for me, I think it just the the fact that I bring joy into it, like most, like most, if not all, of the rooms I walk into, I just I, I bring that bubbly effect. So I think I just want to give people the impression of happiness and just a warm and safe space. That's oh, you definitely that's my do legacy. that. You're killing it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. And what's a funny story you've ever had when it comes to community or anything you've been involved in? Anything dramatic, anything funny? Take it away. Um, I don't know. I have to think. Oh, definitely orientation this year. Oh, it was, let's like, go there. It was, <laughs> it was like the first time being back after a really long time of not seeing anyone um, for mm. the in-person version. Um, so I was wearing a tutu. Um, I had face paint on. It was orange and like blue. Yeah, it was big orange tutu. Okay. Um, I had 
sparkly blue glitter bows in my hair and i was wearing Ooh. you know that flag the ridgebacks flag um yes yes, like yes. yeah i was wearing one of those um with like these really bright neon like socks um Ooh. yeah it was definitely that was funny um because it was eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning <laughs> that's extreme so, yeah it was def- definitely that um nice. i don't know I think I saw a picture on Instagram. I loved it. It was just, yeah. it was giving, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. I know the but first one. For 8 a.m. in the morning, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was definitely a struggle at 8 in the morning because I think um, the good part about it was <laughs> having the first years come up to me later on, at, mm-hmm. like later into the year and go, oh, you were the girl orientation with the tutu. Or I remember the bows <laughs> in your hair. You were so nice. Thank you. Like, I still talk to the friends I'm at orientation. So oh, that's good. It just, funny that like i'll be wearing something very professional when they see me again and mm-hmm. they'll remember me wearing a giant tutu so that's great quite the impression that's good <laughs> yeah. that's good and tell me about the three most influential people in your life and how they impacted you i think of the three most influential people except I've... me just like everyone else so. oh except you okay. just accept me just accept me <laughs> <laughs> i think Probably my mom, mm-hmm. my brother, and to think my grandma. And oh. I think why they're influential to me is well, my mom and my grandma are both immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think from it's which country? From Jamaica. Nice. So I think it's just interesting to me how they navigated culture shock and mm. they recreated all of their networks. Um, mm-hmm just emulating everything they had beforehand and more in a completely different place with people they didn't know. I think that's really cool. So that's very inspiring to me. So they have a really large impact on the way that I do things um, mm-hmm. and the effort that I put into things. And my mm-hmm. brother, just because he's like a really cool person. Like <laughs> every time he, he, like, he learns something new, he finds a way to like positively put it into somebody else's life and put a positive spin on it. Nice. So, it's pretty cool. Wow, you're surrounded with coolness, greatness. That's good. Yeah. Especially, I've never thought about it for like immigrants and people who started a whole new life in a new country, whole new yeah. community, just from scratch. After Even if you agreed somewhere before, but you have to come and recreate it again in a new environment, which can be hard for people, but that's, that's bold. That's huge. Good for them. Good for you too. Surrounding yeah. yourself with great people. And so... <laughs> Give us give us a quick rundown. Like, what's a day in the life of Samantha in terms of creating community all around you? Take us in your journey. Day in the life. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just do a, the busiest day. Yes. Um, the busiest days are usually whenever I have to do something on campus. So it's usually mm-hmm. wake up, bus ride to <laughs> whichever campus I'm at that day. Um, usually since I work in equity, or mm-hmm. if I'm doing tour guide stuff, depending on, or even OTSU stuff, depending yeah. on that day. So it could be anything from running around at an orientation uh, for tour guides. It could be walking around with a group of 20 people downtown, um, just sure. telling them about the campus, telling them what it's like to be a student um, from a student's perspective, obviously. So mm-hmm. that's usually a, a large part of building community, letting them know that there's resources, there's things that they can use. They'll interact with other students. Um, especially at downtown campus because it is smaller. So there's more of that yeah. vibe where you get to see more people and recognize them. Um, yeah, for OTSU stuff, it's getting to interact with more faculty as well because I get to interact with 
the students a lot, especially if you have things like dirty bingo. Um, mm. I get to see a lot of students. So that's always great, especially since we're interacting with first year students a lot of the time. So helping them navigate their way from high school into a new community that's bigger for the most part for most of the students. Mm -hmm. um, and then usually after that, I have any sort of class where I get to <laughs> just do legal studies things. Um, usually after that, it's I hang out with someone that I met in the class or mm -hmm. I go back to work and do more community-based things. Um, most of the time after that, I have to go to a club or a society. So I'm the president of the Black Student Collective. Um, oh, and then oh you? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm the vice president of um, the BIPOC club, so the Black Indigenous People of Color Club. Mm -hmm. So having meetings for that and making exper experiences are just opportunities for other students from those communities to interact with each other um, because it's very difficult to find people sometimes when you don't know where to look so yes, true. hosting those events yeah is a large part of that and then the black student collective is specifically for that so mm -hmm. to help other students that are black or identify as black to you know interact with the caribbean student association or they never knew that the african student association was a thing or looking at fbe so things like that um and then i spend a lot of time with faculty so that's that is always fun <laughs> Um, because they're part of the communities too. So true. Long, long day in the life. Wow. Um, oh, the gym. Doing it all, and the gym. Okay, what about the gym? Yeah. the gym. Staff there is cool. Fair. <laughs> that's good. You just like that's good. Like that's a whole, whole rounded day. And you get to yeah. like, impact different people. What's your favorite spot on campus? And, and what campus? Because you're you're in all campuses. I'll pick I'll pick one from each. Is that okay? Is it allowed? Okay, let's just do that. Okay, I think Joanne Winning Hall is my that's my favorite place. Um, Such a nice building. You said the name right. Wow, guys, that's a new building on campus. Wow, say it yeah. one more time. <laughs> Joanne Winning Hall. Joanne yeah. Winning Hall. Yeah, there you look at it's, killing it's, it. The, the hall is winning. I just had winning. I'm like that's that's my hall. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's a new building. It means the kind place. Love that building. Ah, so, nice. So it's so pretty. I love it in there. And there's also the tech in there too, as well as mm -hmm. so nice. So I really like being in there. And then the OTSU office is in there. That's and so is the um the mm. student engagement and equity office. So I'm in there all the time whenever awesome. I'm at North mm -hmm. Campus. Um, and then for downtown campus, my favorite spot is at 61. But there's this um. It's, it's weird because it's a classroom, but <laughs> there's okay. a classroom and a lot of people walk past it because it's the biggest one. So they assume that like it's always in use. Um, mm -hmm. It is a lot of the time, you know, before 5 p.m. But if you're there anytime afterwards, you can pick one of the classrooms. So I'd say the what's, what's the name of the classroom? What's the number? No, I can't tell my secrets. I can't tell okay. My secrets. I feel like I've been there before. Like I've been to that room. It's a vibe. Yeah, everyone have, every, everyone avoids have. it, but... It's like such a good place. We've done karaoke in there with one of my friends, like yeah. one random <laughs> evening after work. So yeah. Yeah, because you can use the classrooms as long as anyone isn't in there. So true. Usually my friends and I will like put a game up or something. Nice. So we'll like stream the Sims and then everyone's just playing. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> That's good. And what's what's a day in the in the chill life of Samantha? Ooh, is there a day in the chill life? I don't is, know. Is there ever? Is there? Uh, I think I don't think I have a day in the chill life. Usually, okay. if I if it gets remotely slower, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I'm at home. So mm-hmm. it just be, I have class that day and I don't work that day or I work that day and it's remote. So there's no commute. Um, yeah. So usually that makes it that much, um, that much slower, I'd say. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Good, good for you. And if you had a chance, if you were to write a book tomorrow, what would you oh. write about? You, Sam's book coming out in a month or two, the pen is in your hands. What would you write about? That's a good question. The black experience in academia. That's mm. what it would be about. Yeah. Let's talk about it. What about the experience? I think it just navigating academia, like in mm-hmm. a especially like just in predominantly white institutions, I think that would definitely that because there's just not as many role models, I think. Mm. So I think definitely that it's, yeah. Wow. That's, that's huge. Like keep, keep unpacking and pack the, the whole mountain. Cause that's, that's a lot. Like I've never even thought about it before and I identify as black too. So I'm like, interesting. Because, yeah, we never, we don't have as many role models, but we still yeah. have to be in this space, like, as the whole community. Yeah, because we're definitely working on it. I think, like, in high school, I had a teacher that was Black, and she was mm-hmm. a Black woman. I Every time I had a teacher besides that, it was usually a Black man. So Interesting. I think, like, that also makes a large difference, too. I think mm-hmm. in university, I've also had a professor that's a Black woman, but she wasn't a permanent professor, which is a very important uh, point. A lot of the professors of color in general that we have um mm-hmm. some of them are rotating from other universities so they're not permanent mm-hmm. true think, yeah so like even that plays a large part in it too because obviously i could still reach out to her if i wanted to um she was lovely <laughs> but nice. it just having that having professors having faculty having staff that look like you when you want that extra help or even like just when you walk around in the hallway sometimes it's just that much more welcoming yes um, yeah wow. it's it's definitely interesting nuances we don't even think about that's cool yeah i d- i spend a lot of time thinking about it i think it's just because of where i spend my time but it's definitely True. not very much thought about on the regular yeah makes sense that's cool so we, we, can't, we can't wait for the book so whenever you're ready the book who'll be waiting for the book <laughs> we'll see about the book academia. okay cool cool no, no pressure no pressure no pressure and, okay but but just a little bit of pressure yeah i'm just saying just somewhere in there um yeah. <laughs> and what do you think the world will look like in 50 years if you did design your dream world with community included and just your dream kind of utopia world how would that be listening respect and understanding i think hmm what, what about all those three i think just like for listening especially i think mm-hmm. a lot of people hear things but they're not truly listening to others true true so definitely it, it plays into respect as well a lot of the times when they're like active listening or make sure you're being respectful when you're listening to someone sometimes people are telling you things even in the way that they're silent and i think mm-hmm that is really important when especially you're learning how to respect someone respect someone's boundaries because mm-hmm. i don't think people talk about boundaries as much as they should yes. um but even paying attention to the way that people stand or like the way that they're speaking to you or their tones things like that, mm-hmm. that i don't know that'd be really important especially when you're meeting people from different countries things like that 
Yes. Just trying to make sure that they're comfortable as well, different backgrounds, different identities. Okay. And kindness too. Love kindness. Love that here. Yes, we're here for kindness. That's good. Because I think I just think about it. If we actually paid attention and listened to people more, I feel like we'd have less conflict in this world. Sometimes yeah. I think we're just very strong headed about what we stand for, what we believe, and we never actually get take that extra step to just step aside and listen to someone's point of view. So if we just only took some time and listened, maybe the world would be a better place. So in 50 years, maybe, maybe people will listen. Maybe that's a new mantra. Listen, active listening. I'm actually doing I really it. Hope so. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, even if in, in different languages, the way mm -hmm. that people listen is so much different. Oh, for real? Yeah. Do you speak any other languages? Yes, I speak Swahili. Oh. <laughs> do you speak another language? Yeah. What do you speak? Um, I speak French, Patla, Korean, and I'm learning Mandarin. Oh, all those like okay, look at you killing it again in languages and everything. <laughs> okay, 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 yes. I love it. So what about them um, gives them um, listening like a different twist? Well, in Korean, mm -hmm. the verb is at the end of this the sentence. So you don't even know what people are talking about until you listen to the end. Oh, what's so good? Oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 yes. Wow. Okay. You find like a lot of the people I know in real life that speak mm -hmm. Korean listen a lot better than people who speak primarily English or languages where the verb is in the middle because then they stop listening to you and they're only listening to respond. And respond. I think that's where the, I hear it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like I'm hearing you, but I'm not really listening to what you're saying. So mm, true. Yeah. So I think like that's always interesting. And then even in Mandarin, like it's a tonal language, right? Mm -hmm. So the tones are really important into how you listen <laughs> to other people and how to even make sure you're understanding what they're saying. So I think that mm -hmm. that's really important. And I, I think a lot of times people don't really pay attention to tone or intonation of people's voices. Mm -hmm. So they misunderstand or, you know, they just... Yeah, they just completely miss the, the actual meaning of the sentence or what people are saying in between their words. So, Well, tone, sentence structure, like I never thought about it before, how they lean to listening. Yeah, yeah okay, that's big facts. Because sometimes I'm just out here listening to just respond. Like I'm hearing to respond, I'm not even listening. I'm like, what's my, it's going to be my response. But if we actually took time till someone finished speaking, then we can actually listen better. Exactly. In Swahili, is it is it the same sentence structure as English? I think I gotta not think about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, the verb is still in the, in the middle, so yeah, still running into the same problem. But yeah, because definitely, it's not that people who speak English don't listen. It's just like it's Fair. just a different style of listening. That's true. Like, like you speak, is it, you say Korean? Is that the language? Yeah. So like you'll actually be forced to speak if it's at the to listen if if the verb is at the end because that's the it's the meat of the sentence really so exactly because it's sure I know the subject even sometimes the subject actually gets left out of the sentence it's usually just like object and verb mm -hmm. so someone's like hamburger you're like hamburger what <laughs> like express yourself more like whoa okay yeah interesting yes. okay that's that's a good one and um this is just totally different so what's one thing about like your volunteer opportunities or like involved that um happened 
that you didn't expect to happen, like when you're in the process, like anything, any epiphany, anything interesting that you bumped into when you're out here making community that you never expected to happen that happened? An epiphany within myself? Within your volunteer self. Oh, um... oh okay. I just wanted a reward for, like an award for Let's, let's pause there for a minute. Yes, respect. Okay. And I said no. over the social media and you were killing. I was just waiting for you to come up in this podcast, but I'm like, you already said it yourself. So, yes. So, <laughs> I won a whole respect award. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think how that ties into it is mm-hmm. I didn't realize, sure, I'm always running around and doing things, but so are, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands of other people. Uh, m- and- maybe not as much as, no, not okay. as much as that. Okay. okay. The hype. No, but... <laughs> So are other people, right? And so are like other staff, other faculty, other students. Um, So definitely just realizing that that made an impact based on nominations and things like that. That was an epiphany. Um, Because I spend a lot of time doing student life things or doing volunteer work. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but just recognizing the impact that people actually remember meeting me or they remember meeting friends through me. I think that was really cool. And then the fact that they remember the way that I talk to them yeah. and they thought that was interesting or different from the way that they're usually spoken to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they took the time out of their day to nominate me for that. That was very wholesome. <laughs> so good. The respect to what something you value the most is one of the ones you got. Well, what are the odds? <laughs> so, good. so good. Yes. Someone being the most respectful person in the room. I love that. Good for you. Yes, you are. Take it, own it. Oh, good. That's good for you. Okay, I love that. And what's uh, the most important lesson you've learned over your time, like with creating community? Ooh, that's a good question. I like that. Trying to think. Hmm. Oh, I think encouragement. Especially because I work with a lot of first years, mm-hmm. I think encouragement. A lot of first years, even if they're very uh, outgoing people, are very extroverted. Mm-hmm. Going into that new space is, even if they don't realize that it was going to be a lot of people, or they did, something yeah. about walking into that space is, or um, I guess even virtually, just being in that space, seeing the number, you know, like three hundred people in this meeting, yes. is scary for some of them. True. I guess it's, it's scary for all of us sometimes. So definitely encouraging them, even at orientation, um, running into them, like, hey, you're sitting by yourself. Is there a reason you're sitting by yourself? Are you just taking a break? Mm -hmm. Um, Or is there something that you need or things like that? Just encouraging them to go and talk to other students or, you know, talk to us if they don't feel comfortable talking to other students yet. Mm -hmm. Just that little extra push because some students, they just don't know how to break the ice. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm there every day. I... <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. I'm like, maybe maybe the ice can just stay for now. Like, I'll, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, save our ice caps, you know? Maybe we we'll just mm-hmm. leave them there. Okay. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think encouragement is huge because sometimes we'd never get to do the things we might even love to do if someone never gave us a push to try it. So that's, that's right? huge. Like you're the, you're the cheerleader at the back. That's good. 
And sometimes we just you need to change in our lives. You can do it, even when you really can't. But you can. Someone believes in you enough to do it. That's good. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And as we come to a close, what do, what would you wish the listeners knew about, um, like your awesomeness and the community you're trying to create? So, what would you, what would you like them to know about the good work you're doing? I'd say join clubs and societies. <laughs> um, mm, that's so huge. That's- I think anyone who's ever met me has heard me say that seven times, at least a day. <laughs> uh, join clubs and societies. If you can't find one, start mm-hmm. your own. Started two. Mm-hmm. Do it. Fun. Um, yes. And was, then was look around. It? Yes. Oh, my goodness. There's so many cool people that stress, I've met. It's a, you know what's not even that stressful, in my opinion? Interesting. I think it's just because I enjoy being around a lot of people all the time. Mm-hmm. It, there's definitely a I think there's definitely a type of person for it um there. but you also can decide how much you want to be involved right let's go yes. back to the people who prefer to be in clubs and societies but they like being a general member mm-hmm. you can still be involved you don't have to you can even start the club and not be the president of the club if you don't want to later True. so just yeah like look around you know join clubs and societies meet new people you know, you can always sit and learn by yourself, but you can learn a lot of things through other people. Today, I learned that even speaks Swahili. I didn't know that. <laughs> and like, Samantha speaks like five languages. Like, yeah, she just said it in passing, but it's okay. No pressure and no pressure. <laughs> oh, that's good. And I think, I think, as you said, like, I feel like the um, clubs and societies are like the fabric of someone's university experience. Yes. If oh you don't actually get involved, it's like, uh, okay, going to classes and all. It's cool and all, but again... You're missing the whole excitement, the community, the networking. It's just it's in the club and societies. Yeah, you're there to you're there to network with people. You're there to meet Literally. new people. You might as well meet people who like the same things as you. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Join That's random clubs. You don't just have to anything. be in the like I, I like the tea clubs. It's just it's fancy. I don't know if they if they like discuss tea or it's just like they drink tea. I don't know, but this is such a cool concept that came about like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a hit on campus. It's, it's, you can do anything really. I'm in their Discord and sometimes I just like sneak in and the way they organize the members is so adorable. You pick your favorite mm-hmm. tea and then your rank is based on your favorite tea. And I think is that's it like adorable. tea, tea, like the tea or is it like actual drinking tea? Like it's like actual like drinking tea. Oh, okay. Actual drinking tea. Yeah. It's like tea, tea, like what's the tea? <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I mean, time and a place, but like... (laughs) They should. I'm saying they should like have like an episode or like a session where they actually talk about TET because I'll be there, but okay. You could definitely pitch that to them. They are very nice people. I should, I should. For my last semester in school, let's have like a tea session. Let's unpack everything here. And like... Yeah, you can... I think you can even... (laughs) Spilling tea or drinking tea. Yes, that's a whole vibe. That's a whole event right there. But yeah, thanks for that. And then, so what's one question you wish I'd asked you during this um, session and how would you have answered it? Oh, I think you asked, no, you asked really interesting questions, actually. I don't think there was anything. Yeah, there isn't anything that I think you missed or I wish you would have asked me. Cool. And so how can people get in touch with you? How can people get into your awesomeness? Let us know how we can find you (laughs) after this podcast. Um, You can always email me. It's just samantha.brown. The question is, will she reply? But okay, go ahead. Oh my gosh, no. Ah, I'm messing. She does. Um, 
I 100% reply. And then there's always my Instagram, but you're probably going to get a reply faster from my email if you actually need a thorough response. <laughs> mm. And then you can always go to like the clubs and societies that I'm in. So like you can go to the, the Black Student Collective Instagram where you can go to my talk Instagram. Very easy to find me. I'm mm. running around all over the place. So even if you sit still, you might just see me. That's true. To our listeners, till next time, um, share this podcast with your friends, share it, and just like give, 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 the, give a good word. But thank you so much for joining, <laughs> and that's the Edward Podcast. <laughs>